Hello, St. Louis. This is your host, Brian Bisking. And before we get to the show, I want to talk to you about Synchrony HR. Do you struggle with HR? Are you tired of the rising cost of benefits? Synchrony HR here in St. Louis helps organizations streamline their administration, provide HR consulting, and offers unique access to Fortune 500 benefits. To learn more, visit SynchronyHR.com. And now to the STL Leaders Podcast. Hello, St. Louis. This is your host, Brian Bisking, and this is the STL Leaders Podcast. Did you know that there are 2.8 million people that live in the St. Louis metro area? There are many leaders inside of that population. I started this podcast to give those leaders a voice. The STL Leaders Podcast mission is to speak to the leaders of our area to gain insight into their story, their journey, and the lessons they have learned along the way. Each episode gives you inside access to the people who make St. Louis what it is today and what it will be in the future. Listen as we dive into what makes each leader so impactful and how they view success, mindset, and leadership. This podcast is brought to you by Synchrony HR, NWO IT Services, Inbound Blend Digital Marketing, and Enterprise Bank and Trust. On this episode of the STL Leaders Podcast, we welcome Keisha Kent. Keisha is the CEO and founder of Miss Keish Speaks. Keisha Kent is a wife, mother, a high-energy speaker, best-selling author, podcast host, and diversity and inclusion leader with Ascension Healthcare. She has over 17 years of human resources, recruitment, agency staffing and training, and development experience in healthcare, IT, and the sales industry. Ms. Kent holds a bachelor's degree in management and leadership and a master's degree in organizational leadership, both from Judson University in Elgin, Illinois. She is a new author of the Amazon number one new release, Networking, It's Your Superpower, released on Juneteenth, 2020, and is the podcast host of Networking, It's Your Superpower. Her board experience includes Judson University Alumni Board, St. Louis Organization Development Board, St. Louis Classical Guitar and Girl Scouts Empowerment Project. Keisha, welcome to the show. I'm uh, really excited to have you on today. We both are podcasters and have collaborated a little bit here in the past, and I am beyond excited to have you on to talk to you about your journey, your story, and everything that goes with you. So welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm super excited, Brian. Yes, we are both podcasters, so we know the value of the voice. I keep saying the value of the voice. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, and I love your energy. Uh, We've talked a couple times now, and every time I chat with you, it just brings a a breath of fresh air. So I I appreciate your energy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. I'm excited to be here today. Absolutely. So I always kind of start my show um, a little bit about your background. So for our listeners out there who don't know you or or haven't come across you, why don't you give us a little background on, on yourself and what growing up was like for you? Absolutely. So I am, of course, born and raised St. Louis City, city girl to the core, went to St. Louis public schools. And in that time, the one thing that I found is every person that looked like me at my school, there was no one else outside of our own race at our school. And I think that's sometimes a miss for schools not having that diversity. What happened in my life, though, in seventh grade, we relocated to the Chicagoland area. And with that relocation was the first time that there was ever anyone else inside of my classroom 
that wasn't my same race. And I didn't understand it. I didn't know. And what I did naturally was build relationships by being my authentic self. But as a student in seventh grade, I was livid. I, I got in trouble a lot. I was getting kicked out of class because there was so much in the inside. I was uprooted from everything I knew here in St. Louis and moved to the Chicago area. But as I look back as this diversity leader today, I know that it was part of the plan. It was part of the process to help me move into the spaces that I get to lead and move in so gracefully. And in the St. Louis area growing up, it's so much that happens in our communities and so much amazingness that we get to see that it really just helped me grow into everything that's that I've been called to do. I'm excited that everything happened the way it did today. But looking back, I was like, oh, my goodness, what in the world is this? This new place, these new people help me. But I realized that we are all the same. You cut us open and that blood is the same red. Yours isn't pink. Mine isn't baby blue. It's red. You know? <laughs> well, we, we bleed blue during uh, the St. Louis Blues uh, championship uh, series <laughs> last year. But uh, other than that, I, get, I agree with you. We all we all we're all the same from that standpoint. So, yeah. uh, well, no, that's a cool story. I, I, I knew you were from St. Louis. I did not know that you had moved to Chicago. So when did you move back to St. Louis? What brought you back to, to our great city? That's a good question. I moved back to St. Louis in 2007. And originally what when I moved back, I moved back because my grandmother, who was still living at the time, she had a surgery and she'd gone through some physical training and all these things, therapy to get back to life. And I talked to her on the phone one day and I said, you know what? I no longer want to just talk on the phone anymore. I came really back here to be closer to family. That was my number one reason for coming back to St. Louis was family. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I I can relate to that. Family is extremely important to not only me, myself, but to my wife. Uh, we spend yeah. a lot of time with both of our families, so I, I can relate to that. Especially so, granny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. My grandmother is 92 years old, uh, still alive. Living? Yeah, oh, still God. alive and living on her own in her own home. Um, wow. So, yeah, what a so, blessing. Yes, absolutely. So I try to get back to to Edwardsville, Illinois, is where my grandmother lives. That's where I was born and raised. I try to get back there and see her as as often as I can. Um, that is so. beautiful. Wow. Absolutely. absolutely. So let me ask you this. I, I know you are um, the diversity and inclusion leader with Ascension Healthcare. What what is that role like for you? What do you do for Ascension? One of the things I get to do is I get to naturally build relationships and make connections. And the big thing that I think about when I think of diversity is that there's so many realms. It's bigger than color and race. Are we looking at folks with disabilities? Are we looking at folks that are hearing impaired? And as in that role, what I get to do is community engagement specialists as well as talent through that lens is to really help organizations connect to the brand and to Ascension and really help us get even more visibility when it comes through those diverse lenses. It's really an, an amazing opportunity as far as building and connecting. And we have so many amazing leaders within the organization that have really pushed the Ascension mission forward, which is bringing everyone to the table, regardless of their background, able to operate in their full selves. So that's one of the things that's in their mission is bringing people to the table as their full selves, not having to take off layers to show up, but willing to invest and include everyone regardless of their 
race, religion. It's an amazing organization. Absolutely. Sounds like a, an amazing role and I think sounds like it's a perfect fit for you. So, it is. you know, <laughs> you know, I also one thing I really want to dive into today and I is is your networking. I know you've wrote a book about it. I know your podcast talks about it and we're going to get into the book and the podcast all of that. But where did you where did you find the passion for networking that you have? You know, Brian, it's so funny. I was at a Dress for Success conference in 2015 and there were 400 women from all over the world. Dress for Success has this huge leadership conference that they do once a year, and they bring women in from all over the world to truly develop them. And I got to this space, and when I got in there, I was like, okay, how am I going to show up to really make authentic connections? I met women from Canada, from Ireland, from Dubai. Women were from all over at this space, and the one thing that I recognized was I showed up as my authentic self. And instead of telling my title, instead of telling what I did for a living, I talked about my passions and I talked about why I wanted to be developed as a leader. And I found that the biggest thing in relationships and networking, it goes back to that connectivity. In that event, there was a bartender that said to me, you're really good at this. I'm watching you work this room. That's your superpower. That's where that that's where that title came from. And when I got on the plane and left, I, I kept sitting on it. I kept thinking about it. So I wrote it down. And when I see something, I have to write it down. And then networking, it's your superpower was birthed then. And I started taking just little notes as I connect with new people, as I go to networking events, what was working, what wasn't working. And people would come to me and say, I hate networking. I don't like networking. How is it that you're meeting these people? How do you go up and you're your natural self? The big thing that I know is understanding who that you are, who you are is the gift in networking. When you're clear about what your unique selling proposition is, your USP, I say it all the time, that's that recruiting hat, Brian. Every time <laughs> you think of who you are and you're sure about that, it's easy to connect with people when you're genuinely wanting to hear from them, when you want to listen, when you want to find out what what drives them, what are they yeah. passionate about? All well, of that. I, yeah. And I think that that's an unbelievable point there. I, you know, I do a ton of networking myself. I've, I have a, a huge passion for it, just like you do. And a lot, I get a, I get a lot of the same questions, right? Well, how do you do it? Where? Do, how did you build such a large network? How are you yeah. so well known? All those questions. And what you just said there is so key is you have to be authentic. You cannot go into a networking event trying to think, what am I going to get out of this? Yes. What can I get from this person sitting across the table from me? You have to go into that event. You have to go into that coffee meeting, whatever it is, figuring out how you can help that person. Don't worry about yourself. Don't be selfish. That's so good. Because what happens is when you are just your a true, your authentic self, like you say, it just comes back around long, you know, in the long term. But don't worry about you. Look out for the person who's sitting across for you. Figure out how you can help them. Yes. So I, love, I love how you say that because it's so, so true. Um, and I think a lot of people dread going to networking events or they dread uh, networking and think it's a waste of time or that you're never going to get anything out of it. And if you go into it, the mindset that you're not going to get anything out of it, then you're going into it with you the won't. wrong mindset anyway. Yeah, you won't. You won't. You won't. And you right. and you're right. You're exactly right, Brian. The biggest thing, again, is what can you do to add value? We must get out of the mindset of what we can get 
and start thinking and starting from what we can give. As we give and we add value, that's where those relationships, people will take that and they will run with that and they will remember you based on that experience you gave them of listening and wanting to provide value. That's so key. Absolutely. Well, and I I think, you know, even, you know, in my career and, and probably your career, we probably get introduced to people that, you know, we think to ourselves when they get introduced sometimes, well, um, or, or the person, I should say, the person who introduces us may think that we we don't want to meet with this person because of either title or whatever it is. And I tell people all the time, I, I don't care what the person's title is. I don't care how long they are, how far <laughs> along they are in their career. Introduce me to them because my goal is not me. It's to help them. And, um, you know, a quick example, quick story. I met a guy named James Shire. Uh, Shire. He is a uh, financial advisor for Renaissance Financial. I met him. He was his first year in as a financial advisor okay. and he came in and, and he, you know, he came in and wanted to want to sell me on on financial advising and, and all this uh, <laughs> life insurance. And uh, I just, you know, I, I took it as a networking meeting was it wasn't to, to buy any insurance from him. And, you know, he to this day, he still thanks me for that because he says, you know, you really taught me what networking was all about. I, I thought networking was to go sell stuff. And, <laughs> and he goes, now I realize now I realize networking is to go build connections and relationships not to go sell stuff. And now he's a very successful financial advisor with Renaissance Financial. We're still very close friends. We yes. actually co- we co-host a networking group here in St. Louis called First Cup Networking. Um, but it all you started. Invite me. Is, yeah, absolutely. And it all started with networking. And so I, I just love that point uh, that you made there. So that's uh, so important. That's very, very I love valuable. that. I love that because that's the key. And I keep getting people that pop into my LinkedIn inbox quick to sell when they haven't even truly introduced themselves or even built relationships. (laughs) What you're doing already is you're saying to yourself, I'm not really serious about this sell because when you come in my inbox that way, I've already kind of said, okay, he's selling, but let me just really touch base with him and kind of give him some networking advice or even just show him what it looks like. That's really amazing that he took your advice and really ran with it because as, as you think about all of those relationships, and I'm always thinking from that recruiting hat, the way that I was able to build up the pipeline of candidates as well as organizations that wanted me to fill their positions was that relationship. And sometimes they'd call and say, you know what, we have a quality engineer who's getting ready to retire next year. We're wanting to fill this role. Can you start helping us pipeline? And it's from those relationships, not always me calling to sell, sell, sell. That's so perfect. Right. Absolutely. So let's let's shift into the book and your podcast, because I want to I want to give our listeners some you know background on that. Talk to me. Your book is an Amazon uh, number one bestseller. Is that right? It is. Number one new release. Congratulations. So talk to me about the Thank book you. and, and you know, how long it took you to write it and what it's about and, and, and you know, uh, your passion there. Absolutely. So the book is a quick read. And I remember when I took a poll on students, college students and students that were out of college that were ready for their careers. I made it a quick read because what I keep finding is people don't read books and they don't (laughs) finish them. So my goal was to make it a quick read and really just take some notes on things that have worked for me and then bring those things to the table. In the book, I talk about easy ways that you can follow up, what it means to follow up. And then I tell a few short stories on relationships that I've had that have led me to land speaking opportunities, that have led me to land consulting opportunities all through those relationships, as well as asking for what it is that you're 
asking for what you want through a relationship that's already built. The biggest thing in the book I say is use those tips to now retrain your mind when it comes to networking is such a hard thing. For those people that say, I'm an introvert and I, I don't, I, I'm not, yes, you can. Follow yeah. the tips that I give you in there because it doesn't matter. Again, when you show up as your authentic self, you are networker and networking is your superpower too. We just need to make sure that we're in our authentic space. And when it came to the Amazon, I, there's an individual I worked with that helped me, Sierra Dean, really showed me how to get to the point where Amazon will move you up when you make your new release. And so it's number one in four different categories on Amazon. And it's something that I, I only dreamed of. And it happened, again, because of that authenticity. Yeah. It's just me yeah. and the raw in the book. Well, no, I think that's extremely exciting. So Amazon number one new release. You can find it on Amazon.com. Networking is your, it's your superpower. And you release it on Juneteenth, 2020. Is that right? That's right. That's yeah. right. Well, that's, that's exciting right. stuff. I, I've uh, so to your point, I'm not a huge book reader. I do a lot of uh, I do a lot of audio. Same. Um, yeah, I do a lot of you know uh, audio books and podcasts and things like that. Which brings me to your podcast again, networking at your superpower. So, how long have you had the podcast? Tell me the premise of your podcast. Um, well, I know the premise. I should say, but our listeners, uh, the, the premise of it and how we can find it. So the podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. It's on Anchor, of course. And here's the reason that I, I even had the idea to do that along with the book, because what I want is for you to get the book as well as have the podcast to real, really hear real stories from individuals who are networking, who are building their networks in the midst of this pandemic, we're calling it, right? But the right. podcast was launched January 2019, and I hadn't done anything with it for an entire year. I hadn't touched it. I had one episode that I started that I had never put out. Well, smack dab when the pandemic hit, me being such an extrovert, I know that I needed to talk to people, and I needed to be intentional about that. So I created the podcast, reached out to a few people in my network. They were game. So we recorded the first few episodes, and then it just took off from there. People are listening. I just looked at the analytics. Singapore and Ecuador just were added the other day. And it's so wow. absolutely amazing that people are listening and they're asking questions. Well, what do you mean you did this? They're asking me to, to kind of elaborate and give more. And then they're also connecting with those individuals that are coming on the podcast too, which is my idea. Networking right. truly across a global setting, we can make connections and really follow through with those. So the podcast is really just a conduit for building relationships. No, I think that's a great platform. And I think it's a great concept, um, especially with, you know, how passionate you are about networking. I think it's great that you can, you know, got the book that can give tips and then the podcast to continue to, to network here globally. For a quick break, we bring in Inbound Blend Digital Marketing. As a business owner, are you busy running the day-to-day -day operations, all the while trying to juggle a million things? Here at the STL Leaders Podcast, we use Inbound Blend Digital Marketing to do all our marketing. Inbound Blend Digital Marketing provides affordable month-to-month -month website and marketing services with plans starting in the hundreds, not thousands. They bring enterprise-level marketing that fits small company budgets. Visit InboundBlend.com. And now back to Keisha Kent. What advice would you give to somebody who is just getting into networking or just getting into podcasting? I would say just do it and go for it and not. Here's the thing I want you not to do. 
Don't compare yourself to other people who are out and what they're doing, because the thing is, whatever their work was that they put in, we have no idea what they're doing behind the scenes. We only see people when they show up in their clothing, in their stuff, right? We <laughs> yeah. don't see them in the midst of getting out of the bed to get to that thing. So right. I always say this, make sure that you just go for it. Do, a, yeah. do do just a little bit of research, but yes, go for it. And then make sure that you're speaking from a place of passion. People connect to passion. And if you're thinking of a podcast, your podcast is needed. People need to hear your voice and they will get used to hearing your voice as you consistently. That's the thing, Brian. Consistently. Yep. I keep seeing people start podcasts and then they're they're not consistent. What happens is you you get someone ready to eat that pie. And then they show up and there's no pie. Yeah. You really want to make sure that you're consistent. Well, yeah, absolutely. And you, you and I have had conversation about this uh, prior about, how, you know, how do you get more listeners? How do you get your audience bigger? Yeah. Uh, you know, and, you know, to your, your point to me was just keep doing it, Brian. Just keep doing what you're doing and organically it will grow. And, um, and I, you know, I think it's great advice. You got to, whatever you do, whether it's networking, whether it's podcasts, whether it's reading a book, whatever it is. You got to do it consistently. And if you do it consistently, you'll continue to grow, grow yourself. But your your audience, whatever audience that will be, will we'll get accustomed to seeing you, whether it's at an event or anything along those lines. That's I right. know I know what this pandemic, you know, networking has obviously have been challenging for some uh, <laughs> at certain times. So what are you doing during this pandemic to continue to to network and get yourself out there and meet great people? Great question. What I'm doing is I have been giving of my time in ways that I haven't had the chance to because I have been so busy. So Marion Middle School just offered a girls night out networking event and I volunteered to be a moderator with one of their amazing speakers, Deb Loftus. She's in the Chicagoland area and she's one of the consultants for Ascension. And I'm telling you, so many amazing women showed up at this event. I would have never had an opportunity to net with, network with those women. So I said yes to show up. And when I showed up, I showed up as my full self. Also, Vision St. Louis just hosted the largest innovation and inclusion conference here in St. Louis yesterday. And I was one of their speakers yesterday. But they have rooms, chat rooms that were set up to network. You better believe that I popped in those chat rooms and started to just to say hello, introducing myself. I think that's the biggest thing. If you guys go on to eventbrite.com, there are so many virtual networking events right now that are free and will allow you to practice. Get in there and practice. I always say the more that you get in there and you network and you connect and you build, the better you get at it and the easier it comes to you, the more natural oh, absolutely. you are in absolutely. that Absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so to that that exact point, you know, I think some people during this pandemic could have could have used an excuse and said, well, I can't go networking right now because of this pandemic. And I think the people who are making a difference right now and, and making it happen are the ones that can, didn't didn't use that excuse or continue to be out there networking oh, yeah. and doing it virtually. Right. And so I think that's a that's some great advice uh, for our listeners. Thank you. It is. And when you think about how much you can do, think about it, Brian, we're not driving anywhere. I know. Right. You know how much <laughs> I, I've saved so much money on gas and oil changes in the last six months. It's not even funny. <laughs> I was talking to, I met a, so there was another event that Erin Joy offered. I was also a speaker for her panel. It was another networking event for women. And do you know how many women stood up and said, you know what? I have been to, just that day alone. They have been to two and three 
different events, virtually networking. Think about how much you can get done if you decide to say, okay, I'm going to spend maybe 30 minutes in those events, connect just to pop in and say hi, give people an experience. If you take time and get on those events, you can do it. It's just, Absolutely. it's really going to take effort. That's all I say. Make a goal of what you want. If you want to connect with two people at each event, say you're going to connect with one or two people and make sure that you follow up in that whole process. It's doable. Absolutely. Well, I think it's funny you bring up Erin Joy. She was just on our uh, show last week. So I love Erin. Uh, yeah, yeah. Great, great, great lady. So uh, I got a couple qu other quick questions for you before we wrap up here today. And, and you know, one thing I, I love about you is, again, your passion. I said that in the beginning. What? But where do you find that? What motivates you? You know what? It's funny, Brian. The truth is I'm the type of person that I, it's just innate in me. When I look at my strengths in the strength finder, woo is my top strength which is winning others over. And then my second strength is positivity. And that's something that's naturally, I've always had that as a kid, but I've watched how when you make a decision to have the right spirit and the right mindset and the right attitude, things happen for you. Now, don't get me wrong. We all go through things, but the way that we face those things are the amazing opportunities that we have that come from it. So I yeah. think the, the, my passion specifically comes from it's innate. God gave me these gifts. And so I'm really making sure that I hone in and stay in my own lane and yeah. really make sure that I'm positive in the process. Well, I think it's important like, to, to that point that you know what those gifts are, that you know what your passions are. And yes. when you when you when you know those, it's it's much easier to get up every day and, and follow through with them. Right. Um, I think that's extremely important. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. So, Keisha, I always end this uh, my podcast with ask I ask the exact same question every single time, and I all the whole goal of the question is to give some tangible advice for anybody who's listening to this episode. And so, for the people who are listening to this podcast, what is one piece of advice you would give them when it comes to either leadership or networking or even podcasting, for that matter? Absolutely. The biggest thing that I would say in today's day and age is bring people to the table. If you're looking at your network and your network looks exactly like you all around your network, you're doing yourself a disservice and you're doing the world a disservice. Diversify your networks, ask questions, connect, and remember that there's not a cookie cutter answer to any of this thing called life. We won't always get it right. The truth is, as we jump in and we take our shoes off, and put on the other person's shoes, we can then make an impact that's going to really blast our next generation into so much amazingness that has been promised to them. I say jump and do it and go for it. And, and don't, don't, don't look back. Just keep moving forward. Make a decision on what you want. Set some goals and be specific in what it is that you're asking. I always say that. Be specific in what you want. What do you yeah. want? My mentor, Bernie Frazier, always says that. What do you want, Brian? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's great advice. I think a couple things in there that I'd like to pick up on is, uh, to your point, uh, it's okay to, to go out and, and network with people who don't look like you, right? It's okay well, yeah. to, to, to grow your network with other races, other religions, other genders. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. We're all humans. We're all St. Louis and St. Louisans, and we all want pretty much the same thing, which is to see our community prosper, right? That's and so it. sometimes I think if we can just um, take off the political hat or take off whatever, whatever hat You're that we have on. Yeah, whatever, whatever hat that we have on that's keeping us from just um, growing 
uh, our network and building relationships with people in this community that can help each other out. I think we should do that as, as people of St. Louis. Um, Aaron and I talked on her episode last week about how I, what can we do as St. Louisans to help all of us right now during this, this pandemic, right? There's a lot of small businesses right now that have been hurt by this small yes. restaurants, mom and pop yes. restaurants, mom and pop shops. And my advice to anybody listening to the show right now is stop worrying about the differences in our world. Go out there as one and, and support the people who are living next to you and in the community that we're in. And that would be my advice. And I think your advice, uh, Keisha, is, is spot on uh, in, in that same line. So I appreciate that as well. Absolutely. That's how we thrive. And we can learn so much from each, each other. Make sure that we are willing to learn. I don't know why I stumbled on other. I can't say other. But let's make sure that we are <laughs> ready to learn from each other. There's so much, Brian. It is. Absolutely. Well, Keisha, on behalf of the STL Leaders podcast, it was my honor to have you on the show today. I really appreciate you taking 30 minutes of your time today to come on and share your wisdom with us. And I would uh, I would challenge anybody who's listened to this episode to check her out on LinkedIn and all social media platforms or go to the STL Leaders podcast website and her episode will be on there and all her contact information. So, Keisha, on behalf of our, our show, please our, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you, Brian. Have an amazing day. This episode was brought to you by Enterprise Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enterprise Bank and Trust knows that every business and every person is unique. That's why we get to know you in a way that large financial institutions don't. We encourage you to get to know Enterprise. Let us get to know you too, because together, there's no stopping you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the STL Leaders Podcast.